Hello and welcome to my podcast. I am Carrie Irvin and I am a certified Christian life coach. On this podcast, we talk about how we think about ourselves, how we interact with other people, the dreams we have and how to pursue them, and ways to find courage to create the life we want, the life we desire. As Joshua 1.9 states, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. I hope on this podcast to give you tools and wisdom to live out God's command, to live our lives as He intended, without the control of fear or failure. Both will happen. And here you can find out ways to help you walk through it. Hello, and welcome back to my podcast. First off, I want to say thank you to everybody who has told me that this podcast has helped them out in some way. Um, Those of you who are sharing it, that means a lot to me. That's why I'm doing it. I mean, this info is valuable. And I'm just passing on wisdom from my own experiences in my own life, as well as what I've learned through being coached myself from my own life coach and her wisdom, as well as coaching the women I coach. So thank you so much. And I'm glad you're here. This is episode 23, Running on Empty. So I plan to talk about this before I even realized how fitting it was for my schedule this week. I mean, it is May and the school year, you know, the schools around here are beginning to wrap up the school year, which means award ceremonies, end of the year activities and ceremonies, sports, um, all that stuff. That's, that's especially what's going on in our family. And this week alone, we do have, we have three award ceremonies and a baseball game. So weeks like this, or maybe just the normal everyday run of the mill routines, it can make us feel like we're running on empty. But I want to be honest here, our society, as weird as it seems, actually, it rewards busyness. It can be a badge of honor for some people as they relay on to others how their schedule is packed tight, and they have all these places to go. And I'll be honest, I have been a part of that myself. I've even found myself talking with other parents um, about my schedule. And it was almost as if I was like a one upper kind of thing. And you might wonder, like, what in the world are you talking about, Carrie? Well, By that, what I mean is the other moms would talk about their schedules, and then I would chime in with how much busier mine was. I was one-upping them. I mean, not intentionally. I wasn't trying to outdo them, but technically, yes, that's what I was doing. But the funny part about that was when I would talk about my schedule, my life, and the busyness that felt uncontrollable, I wasn't proud of it. Even though I was like, yeah, well, I'm, I'm busy too. I wasn't proud of it. When I would say those things, in fact, I would feel sick to my stomach about it. But I was approaching it the only way I knew how, because I thought the feeling of running on empty came hand in hand with motherhood. I mean, I just accepted this as my new normal. That's what I was told. You know, a part of motherhood is just running on empty. So I just thought this was my new normal. But that is what can be so unhealthy. You know, accepting what isn't good for you as something that is normal. So you might be asking, okay, Carrie, that's great. But what are the telltale signs that you're running on empty? Well, for me, I noticed I get very irritable or maybe not 
very irritable, but just irritable. It just depends. I get irritable in my family. I get irritated with the driver in the minivan in front of me. The person that's walking too slow in front of me at the store. I mean, that irritates me. It can be frustrating. I notice that even deep interactions with the ones I love most that are most important to me, like my husband and my children, they're not really authentic. I feel irritated when they talk about their day. And the ironic part is, especially with my kids, hours before that, I couldn't wait to see them, to see how their day was. Well, then here they are, standing right in front of me, and I want them to hurry it up, just spit it out, because I got to go, I got things to do. My interactions with people at the store or the post office or any place that you might consider a destination for an errand that you have to run, that wasn't genuine either. In my mind, I would start picking apart things they're doing wrong. They're going too slow. If they would just do it this way, that we could move on. I mean, at this point, I decided that anything they were going to do was wrong. So that's all I saw. That's how your mind is. When you've made up your mind that everything is wrong, that's how you're going to see it. So these are hints for me, especially some big and some small that I am not taking time for myself. And by this, I don't mean I need to go book a trip to some tropical island, although that would be great. I mean by taking time to pour into myself. Am I valuing my quiet time in the morning? Am I making that happen? I love going outside. I love going for walks. Am I doing that on a more consistent basis? I have to find moments to intentionally slow down. Am I finding ways to connect with my friends? You know, those friends that pour into you, those friends that hold you accountable, those ones that are just so good for your soul. Am I connecting with them, you know, over coffee or dinner? I mean, these things help recharge me. My husband, Jack, and I, we are working on making time for each other, trying to do it every day, just some small, quiet, intentional time with each other, sitting on the back porch, or maybe having coffee together in the morning, or having coffee in the evening on the back porch. I could drink coffee almost any time of day. But it was it's just to talk, to dream, and reflect. And like I said, it doesn't happen every day, but we know it's important. And we are making it happen more than it ever has. That recharges me. I also am learning to set healthy boundaries because saying no to things and respecting my time and my family's time, as I've said before, and I believe it wholeheartedly, there's a statement that the pastor of a church we used to go to a few years ago, he would say, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. And that right there, I've said it in other episodes, could not be more true. So I want to ask you to ask yourself, I want you to ask yourself is what I'm trying to say. If you feel you are running on empty, do you notice your patience being shorter than usual? Or is it pretty much just gone? How are you interacting with the people around you, your family, your loved ones, even strangers? I also want to ask you about your self-talk. Is it negative? And I don't mean the occasional comment, you know, which, which isn't good. But I mean, when you think of yourself or even talk out loud to yourself, and I'll confess I do this, and I've noticed I talk to myself out loud more, the more irritable or frustrated I am. And that self-talk, how does it sound? What do you say to yourself? I want you to really dive into this, folks, because it's important. Because if you aren't setting time, boundaries, finding ways to nourish your mind and heart, all the emotions that are veiled with fatigue and weariness, they're going to come through. It might just look like you're tired. It might just look like you're a little bit irritable and weary, but there's much more going on below the surface. And it is important to look, look at it because it will spill out. 
somehow into how you see your life, into the daily routines, the everyday interactions. And it'll and you will show up as someone that you know isn't you. So you have to look behind the veil. You have to look and see, okay, below all this fatigue, me being tired, what's really going on? I mean, you'll also notice if you, because if you don't, you're not going to be the spouse or parent that you want to be. It is vitally important, friends, that if you feel this way, if you are noticing how you're showing up in your life, to take a moment and first off, understand you're not alone. Nothing's gone wrong here. But you know that if you keep going down this road, it's not good. Something's got to give and it doesn't need to be your peace of mind. You have the power to take back what is missing. No one took it from you. That's the kicker. It wasn't stolen. You gave it away. And so the ability to keep yourself from wearing thin, to keep it from getting worse, is up to you. So take action. Look at your schedule and see what can be eliminated. Look at just how much sleep are you getting or lack thereof? How can you adjust that? Are you giving yourself a chance to wind down so when you do try to sleep, you can? You're not, your mind isn't just reeling with all the thoughts and things you've got to do or from the day before. Give yourself some time to quiet your mind each day. 10 to 15 minutes will work wonders. Reconnect with your friends that pour into you. Or if you're looking around and you notice that the friends you have are not maybe a good influence, or you walk away from them knowing that's not who you really are, not your true self, not somebody that you're proud of when you walk away from them. Maybe find friends that will allow you to be your true self, your best self. They hold you accountable and they love you. If you love to read and you haven't been reading lately, ask yourself why. Then make time. Yes, yes, you have to schedule it. If you need, if needed, I mean, there's nothing wrong. I, sometimes you just have to start doing, scheduling these things in. I'm going to be reading tomorrow night before I go to bed. If you love to create, if you like to knit, crochet, paint, sculpt. I have a friend who he makes beautiful um, knives, cooking knives, chef knives out of scrap metal. And he even makes the handles. And now he's selling them for a pretty good chunk of change to chefs all over the country. So he began to create as an outlet and now it's turned into a beautiful hobby and it's amazing to see him on his journey. So if you love to create, no matter what the medium is, when was the last time you did it? I mean, you can change it. So my challenge for you, friends, is I want you to look over your daily routines and create space for you to find nourishment and rest. I want you to find ways to open yourself up to creativity and movement. What are you doing to move your body? It doesn't have to be six days a week, two-hour workouts. It doesn't have to be running 5Ks or 10Ks or half marathons. It can be, honestly, it can just be you walking. It can be a hike. It can be taking the dogs for a walk, Pilates, yoga. It doesn't have to be intense. But what are you doing for movement that can help nourish you? These small changes and actions over time even though they look small, they will com compound and you will find that you aren't running on empty. You will begin to show up as a better version of yourself to your loved ones, to your friends, to the world. 
God sees all the abilities and the talents that we possess. I mean, he, he gave us those talents and abilities. Specifically, he gave you yours. He gave me mine. And he would really like for us to use them and to make room in our lives to nourish ourselves so we can use them. He needs us to use these. And instead of feeling like we're surviving day to day, we instead can see that we are imperfectly yet abundantly pursuing a life that fills us up and others around us. He needs us to be that version of ourselves. So the bottom line is, we have to be aware of how we're showing up. And we have to be intentional about creating ways that allow peace to reign over chaos and a heart full of joy versus one full of resentment and bitterness. Proverbs 4.23 states, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. This is a part of guarding your heart, what I talked about here. By taking action to fill it with good things so that you can show up as who you were meant to be. So my challenge for you, once again, make these small changes. Look at your schedule. What can be adjusted? What things can allow you to no longer feel like you're running on empty. If you're interested in one-on-one coaching with me, you can email me to book a call at Carrie Irvin Life Coach, K-E-R-I-I-R-V-I-N Life Coach at gmail.com or find me on Instagram, same name, Carrie Irvin Life Coach, or go to Facebook and just look me up under Carrie Irvin and you can message me there and we'll book a call and we will talk. Guys, it is time to make the changes that are necessary so you can show up as who you want to. So until next time, friends.